I wasted all that time crying, thinking like, oh, what, a moment on the lips, forever on the hips. Like, what bullshit? Like, I literally thought to myself, <laughs> like, wow, I should have just eaten those fries then. Like, I would have been fine. I wouldn't, like, what, what was the point? And now it's just that energy of being yourself is what's hot. Welcome back to Big Queen Energy. I'm your girl, Nicole Rose, with the podcast all about the mindset of a true queen. I'm a semi retired DJ turned podcaster obsessed with positivity, psychology, and manifestation. Here to support you on your journey to attracting your dreams. Let's get it. Hello, 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 my lovely ladies. Thank you so much for being here with me. I just want to take a second and hold space for that. I know many of you have been on this journey with us for what feels like forever, but it's <laughs> less than a year, but it's getting up there and I'm so grateful for you and I'm so grateful for the ones that I've had the chance to meet. And if you're somebody that feels connected to us and you want to get to know me or the squad, please get in touch, DM us, email us, text us. We want to hear from you. Today on the show, we're chatting about feeling like a confident queen every single day, red flags in men, and surviving the need to starve yourself for that summer bod. As you ladies have probably already seen, we just rebranded to Big Queen Energy. And if you've heard our show in the last couple of weeks, then this is like old news. You're over it. You already know exactly what I'm talking about. But... We're so excited about this new direction. Big Queen Energy is still about helping you live your very best life, but in a specific way, with the energy of a true fucking queen. Because every single one of you is a true queen. I know for sure without having to know all of you personally, just the fact that you were called to turn on this podcast means that you are a true queen. And because energy is the backbone of everything. Everything is energy. This podcast is energy. My vibe is energy. Your vibe is energy. Music is energy. We're all just little particles made up of energy. I think you get my point. But bottom line, your energy creates your future. And we intend to help you hone it, sharpen it, just finesse it to make it the best energy, the energy of a true queen, and help you build your dream life. So that's what we're here for, and this episode should be right in line with that. We are talking to a true, wild, and crazy-ass queen today, Audrey Peters. Audrey Peters is an influencer and content creator. She went viral on TikTok with over 300,000 followers, and she's known for her satires of life in New York, dating advice, and confidence hacks. She talks a lot about lifestyle and feeling confident on your good and bad days, as well as issues with body dysmorphia. So that's exactly why we are going to be talking to Audrey today right in time for the summer when, if you're anything like me, you are looking in the mirror a little bit more than usual and you know, just pinching that little part of your love handle or right underneath your belly button and just seeing, you know, how many sit-ups you have left to do, right? <laughs> so I thought this was a really timely episode and I am so excited 
to welcome Audrey to Big Queen Energy. Welcome, Audrey. How are you? How's it going, babe? Oh my gosh. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you. You have quite the personality. I have geeked out so many times (laughs) following you on Instagram and TikTok. They're different, right, guys? Little little plug there. Little different. She's a good follow. I'll say that. I don't know if she's a good fuck, but I know she's a good follow. (laughs) I can speak to that. I am both. Thank you. Amazing. Yes, please. (laughs) So much. Yes. Um, So thank you so much for coming on and joining us here today. I wanted to like know what is New York like, dude? I haven't been there since February. Are people like getting freaky now that they're vaccinated? Like what is the scoop? Fill me in. So I got, okay. So I left because I was like, I live in a studio and I thought to myself, everyone in the United States is going to go through Corona round two and nothing's going to be open all over again. And I really wait, hold on, hold on. That's dark. Is that an Audrey prediction? I mean, I knew that the winter was coming. Winter is coming. I knew that winter was coming and that everything was going to be closed. Like I knew that the restaurants are going to close down again. I knew that. Oh, you got out. You got out before. Right. So then when November, it was like Thanksgiving. I was like, "Eh, I'm just going to leave. I'm not staying here. I'm going to go and stay with my best friend who lives in LA on the beach. So I bounced. And when I got back like three weeks ago, like the, the plane landed and I went to the bar, (laughs) to the bar. I pregamed on my flight. Um, and I was really shocked to see that the city's completely alive. It's as if Corona never happened. Um, the streets are so crowded and quite frankly, I don't like it. I liked that it was emptier. And less touristy during, you know, more peak Corona. I mean, yeah. I mean, part of me is kidding. Part of me is totally serious. But at the same time, yes, New York is totally back to normal. Is it like the theater? Is it that like Times Square? Like, I don't even go near Times Square, so I couldn't tell you that. But like, of course, yeah. the part of New York is missing because there's no there's no theater going on right now. There's no like Broadway. Broadway, that's the word I'm looking for. Broadway is dead right now. So of course that makes New York a little spookier. It's like a little sad to see that part of New York yeah. dying still. But for sure. The going out scene, I mean, it's not like you're crammed in a bar, but like you can go to restaurants with groups of friends and have so much fun. Things still close on the early side. What's the curfew? What's the Miami was twelve thirty when I was there last week and what's the curfew? Um eleven here. Everything Ooh. closes at 11. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's not ideal. But, yeah. like, it's crazy because the streets are so normal. Like, you'll walk around, like, apartments and West... Like, streets in West Village, and you'll see the apartments, like, bumping. Like, <laughs> people are smoking <laughs> cigarettes and joints on, like, the like the fire escape. And you're like, yes, get it. Get um, it. So I would say that it's definitely better than it was in the winter. I think a lot of people were, like assuming that last summer New York was so dead. New York was like not dead at all last summer. New York was so fun last summer. It was vibing. It was vibing. I mean, it was a different vibe because there's like no clubs and bars, but like I'm an unpopular opinion. I love summer in the city. It brings me back to like my intern days where we'd all get off the clock at like five on like exactly. And everyone would like rush to the bars every day. It was like that vibe, just doing it at your house and someone else's house instead 
So I don't even ever feel like New York was that dead, except for when I wasn't here. I'm sure it was dead. I just don't I, want to be alone in a studio. I love, I, I, first of all, I totally hear that. I love a good house party. There is so much value in the house party. And I feel like we lost that part of life, like in the last like 10 years or so that like clubbing was the only thing. And I, totally. if the one good thing that comes out of COVID is like the house party is back, like I'm here for it. I'm a hundred percent here for it. So <laughs> I wouldn't say it's like a hundred percent normal. Cause like actually clubs reopened here at capacity. What? Okay. Yes. So you can go in a dingy basement. Can you go into Acme? Acme is gone. It's dead. Acme went out of business. Oh my God. I really thought they were going to keep that open. I know. Yeah. I mean, me too. but Paul's baby grand is open again now. Cool. I was actually invited to go this weekend. It's tables only. So that's different, obviously, but, um, I don't know what, I think there's a different curfew for clubs because obviously clubs don't even open until like 11. So I think they're, but they just reopened like last weekend they reopened. Okay. That's really exciting and making me feel hopeful. I have to be back in New York in mid-May. So you're going to be very pleasantly surprised. I'm excited about that because I've been hiding in Florida. I've been hiding in Florida since December 24th when I was like on work. I don't blame you. In New York. Yeah, because everybody's open here. Everybody's doing everything here. And like, not that I go out every night because I obviously don't because I work a lot and I have a dog. And I'm I'm honestly like a really old person at this part of my life. I really want a dog. I really want a dog. Well, I I actually have a one-eyed dog that is looking for a uh, a secondary parent. You know, I'm not going to call it a father. I could (laughs) co-parent with another mother. I'm so open to that. It's 2021. So, um, you know, if you want to submit your resume, I will drop my email in this chat. (laughs) Please. I will take care of your dog when I will be its other mother. No doubt in my mind. I'm literally taking you off on that. Okay. So let me start here. You, I've already get, you know, I, I already kind of gave a background on you, but I love that you are so open and honest on your social media, especially TikTok, where you've just blown up and gone totally viral. You have under over 300,000 followers. And I think what it, what really draws me to you is just the realness, right? Like you, you, like you can't fake the realness, right? So I cut the shit. Yeah. You cut the shit. You tell it like it is. And I think you're not afraid that you, you're on, you're unapologetic. You're just yourself. You're authentic. I hate that word because I think it's so overused, but I think it's really important. And so one thing that I noticed is that you always, you know, you regularly mention kind of body image issues, things that you've felt plagued with throughout your life, how you're handling that now, fucking eating the fries, whatever that may be. I saw you had massive abs at one point too. Maybe you still have them now and you just have a little fries over the abs. And that's kind of like my life in general. But I just wanted to talk about kind of body image. We're moving into summer. So how did you start working on your mindset around that? Tell tell me about it. Totally. So I think that it's important. And the reason that I'm so open about it is because I remember really like not that long ago was when I realized I had an actual problem. Like my whole life, I had been so nuts about what went into my body. I couldn't even tell you the last time in my life. I actually could not tell you when I didn't think about how many calories of olive oil was in the bite that I was taking. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's the next level thing. Olive oil. I'm like, oh, it's fucking nut butter. (laughs) You know? So... Or like the butter, right? Like I'll, I would, I, I didn't realize that thinking about that at like literally nine years old was not normal. So I think it all started and it's no fault of anybody's but my own. 
it's a mental, you know, block that I have in my brain. I don't think it helped that the friends that I had growing up, all of my friends in general, even now, they're very like, I don't think that being small boned is technically a thing, but they're very petite, small boned girls. And I was, I'm not big in any capacity, but I'm not small boned. I'm not petite. And all of my friends growing up were always petite. So I was always like, I want to look like them. I want to look like them. I want to look like that. Like I was bigger compared to them and I wasn't fat or I wasn't like overweight, but you know, the volumes that we each had was different and I was technically like a larger volume. Yeah. So I, I didn't even realize that I had a problem until I went through a breakup in 2018 and I literally dropped 30 pounds within like a month and a half, like not even scary. That's actually like way too much for sure. (laughs) Really scary. Like I just like, what I think I ate, I'm not kidding. An almond a day. Like I ate an almond a day. And that's when I realized like, yeah, that's probably like not good for you. And then I started talking about it, um, to another friend of mine and I opened up and I said, like, I actually don't know how normal it is that every time I think about a bite of something, that's like kind of a sickness. And she was like, she also suffers from an eating disorder. She was like, that's funny that you say that because that's exactly what I thought to myself to my and said out loud to my therapist. And she said to me, wait, that's like, that's surpassing like, oh, you care about the way you look. Like that's a, that's a problem. So, okay. So hold on. So explain this to me and sorry to interrupt you just so no. that anybody listening to this who might be identifying with it understands where that point went off in your head that maybe this is a problem. So it was it when you explained to her that you count every calorie and every bite or what was it? So, I mean, I had already known that obviously some, I didn't know what it was. I was like, something is really wrong because no matter how skinny I get, technically I, I, let's say I reach 110. That's a really skinny weight for especially someone who's for sure. No, it's very thin, very, very thin. Right. So I think to myself, like, even when I was 110, I thought I was morbidly obese and obviously I realized that one, it was that, it was two, it was those two things. It was, why is it that when I'm 110 or 120, even 120 is really thin for someone who's five, six. For sure. Why does that still not feel like enough? That feeling isn't right on top of, I shouldn't be letting my life be dictated by every bite that I take. Like I shouldn't let every bite that I take, like take over my stress and anxiety. And when I said that to her, that's when she was like, no, nope, no, nope, that's like a, that's a disorder. That's not just, you care about the way you look. And that's when I realized that this is way more than just, oh, Audrey cares about the way she looks. It's, it's an eating disorder. It's two. I actually had, I mean, I suffer from anorexia, uh, binge eating in turn because I starve myself and then I overeat. Yeah. And then as well as body dysmorphia, because no matter how thin I am, and I just made a TikTok about this, I could literally show you photos of myself where I look alarmingly thin. And at the time, not only was I miserable, but I would look in the mirror and think I was so fat. So my point is that talking about it and being transparent, I think that because I brought myself to talk about it, if I hadn't talked about it, I probably wouldn't have gotten the help that I needed. And I probably wouldn't have even known that it was an actual problem because our society is like conditioned to think that you should just care about the way you eat. And I do think that there is a sense of you need to do, you need to care about what you're putting in your body. I don't believe in eating whatever you want, whenever you want. I think that's bullshit in full transparency. Like if you had fries yesterday, like of course every week is different, but like you probably shouldn't have a milkshake today. Like that's not totally healthy. So I think there's a balance and understanding what you should be eating and what you should not be eating and when you should be eating it. But also, you know, like if you do have a fry the day after you have a milkshake, like 
the world's not ending. Right. Exactly. Don't kill but yourself. It's not that big of a don't deal. Don't kill yourself over it. It happens. But I think that it's so important to be honest about it because I don't think I ever would have understood the severity of it if I hadn't been open about it. And it took me a while too. And I'm such a open book. Like I, I, I talk about everything. I could talk to a wall all day and I just never brought it up. <laughs> I never brought it up because I didn't think it was a problem. And then I said, I was like so upset that I was so overwhelmed and stressed by the calories that I'd consumed. I'd binge. And I was like, just every bite I take, man, like, I feel like it's the end. And my friend was like, bro, that's like so far from like, just <laughs> wait, your a- friend, wait, I'm sorry. Your friend was like, bro, <laughs> like, <laughs> That's just not amazing. That's not like, uh, oh, she cares about her stronger body. That's like you have an eating disorder. And I was like, and then it all just kind of came together. And I was like, oh, you're kind of right. Like, I think I do. And that's when I was like, oh, that sucks. Like, I remember I had a friend once who, and I, it's the reason that I really wanted to dig into this with you is because once again, you're so candid about it. And it's a hard thing to talk about. It's nerve wracking. It's, it's really, you know, it's, it exposes our inner beliefs about ourselves, and that's not really a comfortable place for the average totally. person. So I thank you for sharing that because maybe your ability to share when you realize something was right. wrong could help trigger that in somebody else and then right. help them make a change that, you know, makes their life more positive. But for me, it's like I, I've... I've wondered that too. Like I had a friend in college and I remember there was a point in college where like I wouldn't drink wine. Okay. And like anybody, I'm DJ Rose now. So anybody who knows me knows that like wine is like my life. Okay. So like I am not a happy bitch without wine. I don't drink wine every day. I might've had a glass of wine before this, but I don't (laughs) drink. By the way, it's not 7 a.m. when we're recording for the people who are listening (laughs) on a Monday at 7 a.m. thinking I'm a total savage. (laughs) Um, I got lit titty on a Tuesday at 5 p.m. So like on a two, we're going up. We're going. I went up on a. I'm so hungover right now. Well, I'm proud of you. I don't know. Live your best life. I think part of like having fun and appreciating yourself and allowing yourself to like have fun is a really important part of enjoying your life. But so point being, my best friend in college was like, you know you don't look the way that you think you look. Like when I look at you, you look thin as shit. And like, you won't even have a glass of wine anymore. You're only drinking vodka soda. And I was like, I didn't even realize that that was probably, she was like, I think you have this thing. It's called body dysmorphia. I didn't even like know about it. I didn't even think it was a real thing, to be honest. I didn't know about it. I was like, but I, I feel fine. And I, I thought that I looked normal. I didn't think that totally. I looked thinner than anybody else. I thought that I looked normal. And she was like, no, it's not normal. Yeah, so, totally. It, it's a hard pill to swallow. And, you know, I was actually, I did a clubhouse on eating disorders like not long ago, like last week. And I was actually, one of the questions that we took at the end was, how do you manage it with the drinking? Yeah. And, well, right. That's my question. Right. So I think... For me, I think it's interesting to think about alcohol in a situation where there's an eating disorder because it's not like food. You need food to fuel your body, right? Right. You don't need alcohol to fuel your body. I need alcohol to fuel my body, though. I I need tequila to fuel mine. (laughs) Here's the thing. Like, 
Life is about balance. So if your thing is wine, would never ever de- like deprive yourself from that. Just like skip the bread at dinner or something. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Like it's just about the balance and there's nothing wrong with it. But like in the words of Marie Antoinette, you can't have your cake and eat it too. And if you want to maintain, a, I, in my opinion, this might be controversial, have a healthy lifestyle, you can't have it all. And there's nothing wrong with not having it all. You can in moderation, but not all the time, if that makes sense. So like totally. for me, I love a margarita. Margarita has a good amount of sugar in it. A margarita is as many calories as a Snickers bar. We learned that here on something. You're lying. Um, If you have, unless it's a skinny margarita. So now I don't even just order a skinny margarita. I'm like terrified. I go in and I'm like, yeah, tequila, soda, splash of lime. Don't get crazy. Okay. That's what I do. And if it's like a really fun night, I'll go with a margarita, but they give me a horrible hangover. But right, sugar. That I'm like, if I know that I want to splurge on that margarita, then, you know, for dinner, I order, I mean, more than just a salad because I'll get fucked up if I just yeah, have no. Please tell me there was some protein. <laughs> but like, I'll skip, like, I'll have some protein on it and then I skip the dessert. And like, if tomorrow I want both, then it's a splurge day and I have both. And other days, if I want the dessert and then I just skip the margarita because I don't need to drink every single, I mean, I do need to drink every single day, but like, I can live without it. It's just, I think that's what it's like for me. But if your thing is wine, you should never deprive yourself from wine. It doesn't make any sense. You just have to look at it in the scheme of moderation and, you know, living your life and treating yourself, but also still caring about your health. Totally agree. I love that. And I think, you know, another thing that I love is that you talk a lot about how like being hot is energy, right? Like we talk a lot about energy. I mean, we rebranded to big queen energy. Okay. So So, yeah, so obviously, I mean, you're a queen. That's why you're on here right now. 100%. You're the queen. Thank you. Everybody who's listening, you all are fucking queens. 100%. This is like, (laughs) if you you tuned into this vibe, you're a queen. That's what it is, right? The energy attracts like energy. So, okay. So tell me, when you're like, being hot is all about energy, what are your tips to give off that good energy that attracts everything that we're looking for, the hotness, the baby boys, maybe it's something else that we're looking for. Maybe it's baby girl. No, not baby girls, but you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I do have like, um, I call it the big five. Okay. The way that I like to think of being hot is that being hot is an aura, not an appearance. So being, wait, hold on, say it again. Being hot is a what? Being hot is an aura, not an appearance. Okay. The way that I think of it is that When I was my most insecure self, like not necessarily lying to appease people and get them to think I was attractive, but lying to an extent, like I'd be like, oh yeah, I think that's so cool. I didn't fucking think that was cool. Like The Wolf of Wall Street is a fine movie. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Jordan Belfort is literally a bad role model. So if you're sitting here telling me that Jordan Belfort is your role model, you are telling me that you love a cheater and a liar who went to prison for fraud. So like, I'm yeah. not going to sit and like take the bullshit anymore. I feel like- Do, do used- you remember when he climbed into the Lambo? That was like the most unsexy thing. Like, the unsexiest thing that I've so ever funny. seen. So funny, but Bitcoin unsexy. Okay, so wait. Unsexy. But like a modern day example, Bitcoin. Like, literally, I don't read about Bitcoin every day. Like, I don't want to talk to you about Bitcoin. No. Guys should know going into a bar or a restaurant or the club- a girl's oh. not going to want to talk to you about Bitcoin. Only She's if a- you're paying for my Tesla. Literally. Correct. <laughs> when I used to like kind of bullshit and like, even like when I was trying to be popular in high school and like lie, not lie, but like be someone that I wasn't and like pretend I was interested in things that I wasn't. 
I got no attention, none whatsoever. Nobody wanted to ask me out. Nobody thought I was hot or maybe, you know, people thought I was like moderately attractive. Did I have a boyfriend? No. Did people, and that doesn't add value to you or anything at all. It's just an example of like not getting the attention from the opposite sex that obviously everybody wants. And I understand why everybody wants it because who doesn't want someone to be obsessed with them? That's a good feeling. You are hot. You deserve it. Everybody does. So I got the least amount of attention when I wasn't being myself. And then when I realized one day that the only person you have is yourself, why are you trying to not be them? Because every, like, this sounds so cheesy. Everybody else is taken. You can't be his ex. You'll never be his ex. You're not going to be able to, you know, be anybody else but yourself. So why don't you be the best version of that possible? And when I stopped thinking about, you know, being other people, And being, you know, the people that I thought were so cool and just adapting the qualities that I thought were respectable and making them my own is when I started getting more attention. So instead of being somebody that I wasn't, I started doing the things that I thought were really respectable. So like I started building my self-esteem by going above and beyond at work, going above and beyond and being a better daughter than I had in the past. Like I was never a bad kid. Was I you know, star student, like definitely not. Like I definitely had, you know, a rocky relationship with my parents in college because I was kind of a shit show in college to be totally transparent. I liked them as a college student. Of course you like to go out, but I gave them a hard time to say the least. And when I started just like, like abiding by what they wanted from me, my life became easier. I became a better kid. I became a better friend by asking my, it's not like I was selfish with my friends, But I asked them more than I asked about, than I talked about myself. Yes. I started doing community service because, you know, I needed to give back to the community. Like, I'm a white, privileged girl. Like, there's no reason that I shouldn't be. Like, it's so easy to set an hour, like, aside in your week and go do community service. And I started thinking to myself, like, wait, there's proof that I'm really cool. Like, I got that promotion at work. My mom thinks, she's so proud of me. Like My mom thinks I'm the shit. (laughs) Literally, like. And my mom's the toughest crowd to please. Wait, so I you're, saw, you're cool. Like, my mom's a Middle Eastern mom. So like, she's that's not hard. That's like going to everyone being like, she's not like the, I feel like there's two types of moms. The ones that there's never enough. And then there's the ones where it's like, my kid's the best, even though they're like. Oh, my mom, my mom's an Italian immigrant. It's a never enough situation, but I saw some guy on a dating app was like, my mom thinks I'm cool as fuck. And I was like, I don't know, maybe I swipe, right? Right. (laughs) And that's, no, that's a great sign. And my mom was like, when she started being like, I'm proud of you. I was like, I'm cool. And then I started believing that I was cool. And I started realizing that when I was the skinniest and most insecure and not my pretending to be somebody I was not, I got no attention. I'm now 10, 15 pounds heavier than that. And I'm actually so self-confident and secure with myself. And I literally get all the attention that I could ever ask for. That's when I realized like, wait a goddamn minute, this has nothing to do with fitting society's perception of cool and what, you know, interests acclimate to that and are meant to be surrounding that. It has nothing to do with how skinny I am. It has nothing to do with what people think of me. It has everything to do with what I think of myself. And I think I'm the shit. And it has nothing to do with what I look like. And that's when I realized, like, goddamn. Like, I wasted all that time crying, thinking, like, oh, a moment on the lips, forever on the hips. Like, what bullshit? Like, I literally thought to myself, like, wow, I should have just eaten those fries then. Like, I would have been fine. I wouldn't have, like, what, what was the point? And now it's just that energy of being yourself is what's hot. 
For sure. I totally agree. And you posted a TikTok that went viral about Kate Moss saying nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. And so true. That's not true. So my opinion is that nothing feels as good as feeling good with yourself. Yeah. So I don't think that necessarily nothing tastes as good as Royce dark chocolate. That's like the best chocolate. <laughs> it's so fire. I don't know if you've tried Royce dark chocolate. It's so good. Wait, what? Also, what about all the girls who heard her say that, who think she's an icon, obviously, because she is, and then just like did not eat again? I like, mean, that was me for a while. <laughs> I didn't eat for a while. I'm just after. saying somebody of that stature says something like that. Like, that's going to hit home for a lot of people and not in a good way. I mean, I think what people forget about that quote is that she was probably really drugged up and she probably did a lot of blow. And <laughs> um, she wasn't hungry. So, like, <laughs> like, I think everyone forgets that portion of the equation. But, um,. Yeah, I mean, it's hard because, like, she's such an example and she's such a role model. And, like, you know, I will say definitely there was a point where I was at my thinnest and at a healthy point where I was like, wow, there's very little that feels as good as the confidence that this gives me. But then you get older and then you get wiser and you're like, I feel just as confident as I did back then. And I'm two pant sizes bigger. And it's because I'm sure of myself regardless of what I'm eating. But, of course, like, if you gain 10, 15 pounds, it doesn't feel great. Like, let's be honest, right. like, when your pants don't fit the same way, it doesn't feel good. So if you do it in a healthy way to get back to that weight that makes you happy, then do that because I know what that feels like to feel better. But I would say that my tips with it is always smile. I, the girls that are like, I don't care if I smile or not. Like, I, I like resting bitch face. Okay. <laughs> Guys yeah. are scared. Guys are really? terrified of resting bitch face. And if the answer is, well, then I want a guy who's not. All right. Good luck. Like, it's like if there's just he's cheating on you. Right. With the nice girl. I was going to say, like, I think that women have this mentality, especially on TikTok. And I don't really understand it, that they think that men are really out to get them. And it's not like I mean, this in the nicest way possible. It's just not all about you. Like, I promise, like, they're, they're not all out to get you. You have to be smarter and figure out which ones aren't out to get you. But when you're, when you have a confident presence and you're secure with yourself, I promise you, you're not going to be like, you're not going to be attracting the guys that are trying to ruin your life. It's just totally, totally. So, I mean, it's law of attraction. What you put out comes right back at you. So if you have this attitude of like men are trash, like they're disgusting. Like, yeah, you're going to guy, you're going to get a guy that's trash because we all know that the girl that's saying men are trash is talking to the guy that's probably cheating on her. So, like, don't be... There's no need to be so hateful. Like, if someone comes around and they're great, I promise they're going to be great. And if not, like, just don't give them attention. Like, I found myself really impressed that a guy was asking me questions about myself the other day. And I was like, this is literally the bare minimum. Why am I impressed by this? And then... And he's a great guy. Like I'm going to continue. I'm, I'm still talking to him, but like I had to remind myself and be like, that's, that's the bare minimum, Audrey. Like you're fine. But also <laughs> like, don't be so harsh. Like even my friend, like I was talking about something and she was like, Audrey, you sound like a scorned woman, like relax. And I literally was like, you're so right. I need to really chill. Actually, we were talking about faking orgasms. And I said that I would never, <laughs> and she was like, 
Sometimes you kind of have to. Oh, like, yeah. No. I. So I'm sorry. I guess you haven't been in a situation like the rest of us where it was an absolute obligation to no, get him to well, get the fuck off. I was just I did sound like a really scorned woman when I was saying I was like, no, I would not do that. Like, unless I need it to end, I would not oh, do it. So not- why do you think that any of us have done it? Oh, my God. I didn't fake it because it well, was fun for me. Well, some women fake it because they just want to make the guy feel good. I would never do oh, that. No, that I would never do. No, I don't know so anybody would, like that. Who would do that? that? Would argument, though? Like, okay. I, would, I would fake it to get it over. Like, if, it, if we're on, like, 30 minutes, like, all right. It's like, oh. I'm like, I'm feeling chafed. I'm like, if there's a condom involved, I'm actually like having an allergic reaction. Like, like I do kind of agree that like, this is like the type of thing that's like a smile thing though. It's like, you know, sometimes you just got to give a dog a cookie. Like like a gluten-free cookie. Like a gluten-free cookie. And like, I think that I used to think that, you know, I think my, back to the tips, I used to think that smiling was so stupid and resting bitch face was fine because you know if a guy doesn't let like can't get over my resting bitch face then like fuck that he doesn't even deserve to talk to me he has no confidence then I realized like that is just such a stupid outlook if you want to be smarter because of course women want to be smarter than the guy of course it's not dumber to let to act dumb that's smart that is smart. That's you getting your way and letting them think that they're getting their way. Oh, really, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Just, just give a dog a cookie. Like, See, that's the thing. You are lucky because you're blonde. So, like, you have that up on me. I think just being a brunette, people are, like, expecting me to have slightly more knowledge on the way the world works. So then when I just let all that go and I'm like, you lead, honey. We're going to let so I'm going to let you do you. That's and then so people funny. are always surprised by that. And I'm like, oh, I had a blonde moment. But it's okay. Literally, me. I'll be like, oh my God, wait. Like, really? Like, oh my God, you're going to pee your pants. I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> he, he probably, I mean, it's a show called Big Queen Energy. Do you realize, like, how many guys no, would not tune in? He checks my TikTok. Oh, like, okay. He's like such a sweetie. He's such a sweetie. But, like, oh, wait, I he loves like, you if he, like, regularly checks your TikToks. He checks both my accounts, like my fake one. Okay. He, and he's your fake talk. Is it called a fake talk if it's a fake TikTok? A fake talk? Yeah. Okay. I didn't, but, I mean, I know about a Finsta. But I didn't if know about listening to this. I, I am going to do this, but <laughs> he's a sweetheart. I don't mean to be talking about him, but I was talking to my friend and I was like, you know, how do you like, cause there are some guys who are like the nicest guys ever. And they've just, you know, they don't have the most experience. So they don't necessarily know how to behave with a girl in certain ways. And one thing that I'm a stickler on is I would like to be walked out of the building to my Uber. Yes. I don't necessarily care. I mean, of course, in a perfect world, the Uber is called for me, but like, that's a detail I work out later. Like the minimum here is like, walk me to the car or walk me home, but we weren't walking. We were at his apartment having a drink. And I was talking to my friend. I'm like, how do I get a guy to like, I've never had to get a guy to do that. How did you get your, the guy that you're seeing to do that? And, or like a guy you were seeing in the past to do that. And she was like, oh, you just say like, Oh my God, like you have to like kind of play dumb. And it's like funny because to you, you're like, haha, like I know exactly that this is going to work. And the guy's like, oh my God, yeah. And she goes, oh my God, like you're, you're, this is like a safe neighborhood, right? Like knowing very well they live in West Village. Like, yeah, or it's like Tribeca. It's like, oh, uh, it's fine. And you're like, <laughs> it's, like, oh, like it's, it's safe at this hour, right? Like you don't think I'm going to get like mugged or anything like on my way to the car, right? And of uh, of course, they're not going to be like, no, you'll be fine. Go. They'll be like, oh, I'll take you. And then all of a sudden, every time oh. you leave that door, they're walking you to the car. It's so good. And then they're That's feeling, little, 
But they're, a little example. Like, no, it's a good strategy because then they're feeling like they're feeling they like your hero it. and you they want every man. Yeah, they came up with yeah. it and they're feeling like they're your hero and you want every man to feel like he's a hero. Like that's what right. makes him want to put a ring on it. Right. And like another TikToker, she's amazing. Her name is Nelly. And she'll say like, you should talk to when you talk to a guy, you should tell him like, oh, you make me feel so safe. And it's so true. That works like a charm. But, like, smiling. Like, give a dog a cookie. Like, type of things like that. Like, give them the tools and then they figure it out. And, like, it's all you need. Like, you don't need to be bossy. You don't need to be a scorned woman. You don't need to be sitting there being, like, men suck. Like, it's just so much easier to, like, be smarter in a discreet way so that they think that they're doing what they need to be doing when really you orchestrated the whole thing secretly. Like, think smart, not hard, ladies. Like, think smart, not hard. I love that. That's good smiling like the give a dog a cookie thing where it's like blah 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 like i'm not saying go fake an orgasm i'm saying like don't be like just smile like i'm telling you i am telling you forget the resting bitch face it's not gonna work out for you well i promise i've been there i didn't want to change it i changed it my life changed best advice my therapist ever told me was to smile good posture it's just open energy if you're like hunched over it's not as attractive it doesn't look as attractive and and it like unintentionally and without anybody even realizing you're closing off your energy. Totally. No, very true. Yeah. And so, and that and obviously we want to be queens. So a queen would want to really expose her energy, be the boss, right. be a pre- have a presence in the room and make herself known, you know? Totally. Okay, totally. so Audrey, you had a viral video about weirdly specific things. <laughs> I'm sorry, it makes me laugh when I think of it, but weirdly specific things that are red flags in men. <laughs> And like all of them are true, but can you tell us some of them? And can we just talk about them? And also, can you tell us any new ones that just people need to watch out for? It's summer. Girls are working on their bods. Girls are going out and dating. People are getting the vaccine. They're like fucking like rabbits. What are these red flags? Okay. So there's a few. And my friend and I came up with them. Honestly, she came up with most of them because some (laughs) of the ones that I said people had already said. So I was like, okay, I can't say that. So there's like the traditional ones and my account is largely based on the traditional ones. So like think like a bar stools supporter, that's just off the table. Like you're not off going the out. table. Uh, absolutely not. Saturdays are for the boys flag? No. No. American flag hung. American flag hung in your room? Absolutely oh, not. No. <laughs> Unless you're like a veteran or your dad was a veteran, I don't want to see it. Yes. Like absolutely not. Get some property court and honestly, frame the flag in that case. Um Totally. Navy sheets. Something about navy sheets. There's just something about navy sheets. Because you had sex in too many navy sheets. That's what it is. It's bad memories. A traumatic ex had navy sheets. (laughs) Just one. Everyone has a traumatic ex with navy sheets. Like, you're not alone. No navy sheets, guys. (laughs) And here's the thing with the navy sheets, and this is why it's a red flag. It's for men who are lazy to wash their sheets once a week, and you can't see the dirt as much. Disgusting. But you know what? You can't see anything white. I had so. a man tell me that. Yeah, but on the white sheets, at least it looks better. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. Like, I just got an image of white stuff on white sheets, and, like, I, I gagged a little. It's I been know. a long time since I've seen anything white Should from I a guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but navy sheets, a huge one. Bed in the corner. If it's for space and your apartment is small, I get that. You're trying to maximize your space. If you have a fine size apartment, what is that doing in the corner? What are you doing? <laughs> this is not, like... 
<laughs> this is not like sophomore year of college anymore. It makes like, you're me 27. It makes me wonder if their mom just like hates them, right? Like what guy's mom wouldn't come just help them when they move? I'm like fucking 33 and like every time I'm 34 now, but even the last move I did, my mom showed up at my doorstep and was like, no, bitch, that's all wrong. Right. And like that's what moms are for. Like yeah. I'm going to do that with my son. Um, but hopefully my son is gay, so I won't have to deal with any of this bullshit. But Amen. I'm trying to think of the others. Oh, no coffee table books. Huge red flag. Like have some, mind you, these red flags, I don't typically date below 25. So like even 25 is young. Like it's yeah, 20, it's very young. young. So, like, so like this is for postgraduates. But if you're like, there's no, honestly, there's no excuse if you're like 23 and doing all of these things. But like you can get away with it better than a 26 year old can. If you're Correct. in an apartment as a working man, how do you not have coffee table books? Or like, not necessarily coffee table books, but like there should be books lying around. A Kindle, you can get away with. If I see a Kindle, all right, fine. Fine. Wait, no, no coffee table books makes me think he doesn't like know about NFTs or like has never seen art, you know, right? Right. right. Not a good sign. NFTs, Not but cultured. Literally. So coffee table books, huge one. I actually went on a date with a guy who has a skincare routine. Ooh. And I didn't think about that. If they don't have a skincare routine, run. No, 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 no. Too much skincare routine. Not into you, babe. Okay. There's correct. a fine line. But there needs to be like some sort of maintenance for themselves. <laughs> Could it be a lot? It should be like a cleanser and yeah. a skincare like cream that's not Neutrogena. <laughs> yes. If it's right. new, if it's Neutrogena and all the products are from Walgreens, that's a red flag. Right. And like Dwayne Reed, Dwayne Reed, if we're talking about Dwayne New York. Reed. Right. And I would say, like, of course, like the stereotype Murray Hill boy, like the Patagonia vest, the vineyard vines, the Sperry Top Siders, the rainbow sandals that are disgusting. Like, obviously, run from that. The black dress shirts. Why are you wearing that color red tie with the black dress shirt? It just needs to be retired. If you don't like fish, literally, are you five? Like, how do you not eat fish? If you're if you're a pescatarian, like if you're a vegetarian, like I understand. If it's like an actual eating restriction, it's fine. If you eat everything, if you're an adult and you just like simply don't like fish, like, are you five? Like, how yeah. am I supposed to get sushi with? I have a boyfriend to do fun things with. We can't go get Japanese food. Yeah, no, if we can't eat Japanese food, that just means that I gained 10 pounds and we haven't even started dating yet. Right. So <laughs> that's a problem. Really, what are we going to do? Go to Chick-fil-A every other day? Like, I don't need that. I'm sorry, I mean, Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A sauce. Right. Ch- oh Chick-fil-A God, so sauce. I can't, mm-hmm. I, I have wet dreams that I'm just rolling in a bathtub of that, but oh, okay. Literally so good. But I would say those are the big ones. Like, those are the ones that <laughs> Those really are big. Like... <laughs> Yeah, those are the big ones. I've actually, like, gone home with a guy before, like, after a couple dates, and he, like, walked me through all the green flags in his apartment. The green flags. Oh, great. Oh, my God. I love that. Okay. Wait, one last one. Skincare routine. This is my coffee table book. I don't have navy sheets. I was like... Oh, wow. What? So what happened to him? Are we still with him? He's the one that checks on my TikTok. Oh, we love him. Okay. If you're you're listening to this podcast, you're a 12 out of 10. Just saying. We like him. We like him. Okay, so another big one that I just want to add that has just bothered me so much over the years. If a guy talks about his mother constantly, that is not a good sign. You are going to have no power in that relationship. So if if you're a passenger in the relationship, fine. Sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the fucking ride. But if you are a boss-ass woman, if you are a fucking queen, if you are a bad bitch, no. A hundred percent. Like... 
I think there's a balance between really liking your mother and respecting your mother because that's how you're going to be treated. And being ab-fucking-sess ab with her. That's weird. It's weird. I like, agree. No, you should not still sleep in her bed at six. No. I totally agree. No. I totally agree. Definitely not. Are you looking at mommy porn? Is that a thing? I don't even know. Milk porn is 100% a thing. Oh, okay. Well, obviously. I mean, like, there's every type of porn. I've learned lately from my weird guide friends that there's, like, any porn of any thing that you want to see, apparently. Um, guy's favorite porn is traditionally milf porn, actually. Oh, I didn't know. That. Is there like, is there a survey says like, did you see some BuzzFeed? No, no, like, my where... told me. My girlfriends told me. Oh, okay, okay. So you took your own survey. I took my own survey. I was like, <laughs> what's like, like, what's your favorite category? And they're like, oh, milf. I'm like, okay. Wait, Audrey, I think this is your next viral TikTok. What? Like the survey of survey says which porn wins. Oh, easy. I think that like might be taken down for community guidelines. I don't know if porn is allowed, but I can try. And if it gets taken down, it gets taken down. I can try. I tried to live stream a DJ set a couple weeks ago. I thought they were going to like forever shut down my Insta. They let me back up, but I will not be live streaming any parties with other people's music anytime soon. You got to come on the Zoom. 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 Nobody gives a fuck on Zoom. China does not care. Okay. They don't care. China doesn't care. Audrey, you're amazing. This is so fun. Thank you. This I had the best time. I'm so glad. Will you tell our ladies where they can find you, how they can follow you, how they can get in touch? Give us the goods. Yes, I am at the Audrey Peters on all platforms. My main platform is TikTok, Instagram as well. I'm not really that active on Twitter, but that you can still find me same at all over the Audrey Peters. Yeah, I'm like wondering if Twitter is still alive. So that kind of confirms my thought process on that. Um, All right. Well, thank you so much, babe. This was amazing. I appreciate you. You're amazing. All right, ladies, if you loved what you heard today, don't forget to subscribe, hit five stars, and maybe share it with your girlfriend who needs this advice. We would be oh so grateful if you found five seconds to leave a little quick review. You can add us on Instagram at Nicole Rose Stillings and at Big Queen Energy Pod. We hope we brightened your day, but that's all for now. Don't forget to tune in Mondays in the AM to Big Queen Energy, supporting you on your journey to fearless fucking creation.